Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Matt. I'm Ashley. And I'm Garrett. And uh, we're here today to talk about a new documentary about World War I by Peter Jackson called They Shall Not Grow Old. So the synopsis of this, uh, I guess, spoiler alert, the Germans lost. <laughs> but um, it's a World War I documentary, uh, a story that seems like it's just kind of not frequently told nowadays, uh, pretty much from the view of the everyday soldier. So we usually get into the political aspects the uh, or even the military logistics with generals, but this is really just the everyday life of a soldier, what they were eating, what they were, how they were spending their time, um, what, how they dealt with death, mm-hmm. and how they try to have fun. Uh, just the minutiae that you never would think about, but yes, as a... Uh, as a soldier, you get bored, you get lonely, you get scared, you get excited, you get happy. It's You're still a person, even though this gigantic theater is going on around you and the documentary really lays it out in a linear fashion very well. Yeah, I can I confess to being um, kind of ignorant when it comes to World War One. It's not something that was focused on a lot when I in my history classes when I was growing up. Um, I, you know, it's usually just, you read a couple of pages about what caused it and how long it lasted and kind of, you know, the politics behind it. But you never get the personal story of the soldiers and the people who actually lived it. And this movie manages to really bring those people to life. Um, you know, I, I'd seen some of the, the footage that this movie uses and, you know, through the magic of technology, they take that footage and they, um, really make it seem fresh and new and bring these people to reality. And it's kind of a profound experience because you get to see these men, these young boys as real people. And, yeah, it really brings home the horror of war and, and, you know, the boredom of war, all the different emotions that, like Garrett said. So I, I found it to be a really moving experience. What do you think? Yeah, I recommend any, everyone see this. Um, you know, maybe not everyone. I mean, if you're a military veteran, you probably have a good <laughs> idea sure about what this is about. But... <laughs> Yeah, this to me does um, probably the best job I've seen of, the, of dropping you into into a war. You know that that's kind of outside of an actual dramatized film, like you know, like *Stay Pride and Riot* or something like that, mm-hmm. which is you know a fictionalized account. But this, uh, you know, this uses real footage uh, and it does it in such a really good way that. I don't know. I was very impressed. I mean, there's a lot of technical prowess going on here. And um, I was a little nervous at first because I wondered if they'd done a bait and switch on us because <laughs> the previews for this, I think, are almost all in color. They've colorized the film, which, mm-hmm. uh, and then, they, you know, you get the, so you get the impression from the, tre- the previews that they've colorized the film to, I guess, make it seem more modern mm-hmm. and that they've added sound. Mm-hmm. And in the first, I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes of it, um, it's black and white, and it's um, 
silent except for like they overlay um, over the footage of World War One. They overlay the voices of veterans of the war who are like older and talking about their experiences. And it was it was it was all right, but I felt a little bit like I was back in a high school class watching, you know, the, and they wheeled in the TV, and we were watching, you know, some somewhat dry documentary about, you know, right. a war, and then it erupts like um, the color comes in, and then the sound comes in, and wasn't it, that such an awesome moment? Yes, yeah, was. yes, and then like from that moment on, it just got more riveting and, 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 you know, involving and intense. I mean, I turned to Ashley after, after when we were leaving. I'm like, this, this is really intense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah. So. Um, so my background, my degree is in history. Um, I, it's been about 10 years since I've read The Guns of August. And outside of my German history class and my uh, world history class, uh, really, as a millennial studying history, everything was World War II because the, all the movies were World War II. This was Saving Private Ryan, Schindler's List, uh, and so World War One is almost the forgotten war. So this really kind of took me back to my college days, and uh, it really felt like learning something very brand new and fresh. Um, even the the stuff I just talked about, those classes and uh, the book, The Guns of August, which is a great book, please read that. But um, it, it doesn't really quite get into the the heart of everyday people quite like this does. Um, the the voices that you hear, I thought they were actors. They're not. They somehow repaired these voices to make them seem crisp. From the interviews of the actual soldiers, mm-hmm. and they're lining it up with footage of stuff that was actually happening. It was just such a cool and moving experience that it, you want to talk about living history. This is literally living history. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I, you, you, you mentioned both of you the, the transition from, <laughs> from black and white to color. It was almost you know a Wizard of Oz experience, but in a much more profound way because this was taking you from from that footage that almost seems unreal because it's it's sped up, you know, the way old footage is and the people are blurry and it just seems so foreign. And then all of a sudden it's like so real mm-hmm. and um, almost three-dimensional. We didn't see it in 3D, but there's so much depth to the images compared to what we're used to seeing. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a technological marvel, this movie, but it, it, it manages to, at the same time, be just profoundly, profoundly moving. Yeah. And it doesn't shy away from um, the horrors of war. Mm-hmm. I mean, it shows you um, footage of, of, of trenches, you know, uh, and then it shows you footage of, of, of fallen soldiers. I mean, and not just soldiers, too, but the animals there that were assisting them, you know, there were a lot of horses conscript, conscripted into, into combat duty and uh, they they lost their lives as well. But, um, you know, I mean, the, these, these old veterans, their voiceovers, they're talking about, you know, when they were, you know, going over the trenches and going into no man's land and with their bayonets and their rifles and how people were dropping like flies around them. And they talk about, you know, so-and-so got shot in the head and his head splintered open and you see then a shot of a fallen soldier, a real dead soldier with mm-hmm. their head split open. And, you know, it's, it's bloody. And 
it just reminded me too, you know, of just the what I find particularly bone chilling about war is that it is um, it is uh, justified mass homicide, and you know, I don't know, I just I just find that really terrifying. Where you you know, human humanity is just capable of doing such terrible things to to one another, and sometimes it's sort of on a smaller scale and it's it's terrible. But maybe you know we we can explain it away because maybe so and so is just they're mentally ill. Like they have, you know there there's a there's something wrong you know and, and they're they're just you know you can't understand it you know um, and and that's that's unnerving and that's terrifying in its own regard but what's what's to me is almost almost worse is when we rationalize um murder mm -hmm. and do it on a massive scale legalize it legalize <laughs> it yeah and and it's just it's just i don't know it's 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 awful and and um there you know they talked about in this movie you know the the gas the mustard gas and the and the the tanks and the, the weaponry that was hitting them and tearing limbs off and they're you know uh it's just just uh, very sad i think one of the questions to be asked is you know this is a documentary like why go to the theater for a documentary and you kind of mentioned it earlier matt but um the the sound portion of it mm. um it really the the way they do the surround sound in this it makes you feel like you're there with them. Mm -hmm. And so the, it really makes the experience um, not this boring documentary you were <laughs> seeing in elementary school on when a substitute came in. But uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's just an all-encompassing... It, it kind of hits all the senses, and they even describe the smells. And you're almost, uh -huh. like, smelling it with them and gagging... I mean, granted... Thank God there weren't decaying bodies in the theater <laughs> and uh, that we're living in this time and not theirs. Uh, but it's um, def is definitely worth seeing in a theater. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, I mean, you definitely get a sense of the horrible conditions. Not you know, Obviously, when they're fighting, that's a horrible situation. But then when they're waiting to fight many many days and hours that they're just sitting there waiting mm -hmm. and in pretty horrible conditions um, you really get a sense of that too and I thought many times you know it's so pointless and awful mm -hmm. that they had to go through this or they went through this and yeah you know uh, and, and it's interesting that some of the the, the the veterans come to the same conclusion that by, by the end. They're like, what was this for again? Why were we here? Mm -hmm. And then I was. it was interesting to see them befriending the Germans that they captured and actually having kind of a relationship with those soldiers. Yeah. They were actually somewhat complimentary of, of yeah, the Germans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that, was, that was interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, that just made it seem all the more pointless. I mean... Yeah. I, uh, I've been fascinated lately with Foley work, um, both in movies and television shows, and, and that's basically, you know, I'm not, I'm 
not authoritative about it, but I'm, but it's post production where you know people do everything in a studio from re record mm-hmm. actors re record dialogue that maybe didn't come through very well in the mm-hmm. original you know scenes or so, things like you know recording footsteps um, that you know actors are are, are doing on mm-hmm. screen um, recording those post production or doors opening and closing or whatever sound effects. And this is like a masterclass that can fully work. Mm-hmm. Because it's when they bring these, I mean, the footage that they're using, they've colorized it and sharpened it up, but it's also, it's, it's silent footage. Mm-hmm. But they've added all these sound effects of, of shells and, our, and, and mortar and artillery and, and, and people talking. That was really neat. Like, uh-huh. they, yeah. you know, they must have like, you know, gotten probably lip readers in, <laughs> gotten the, the dialogue right, and then like had actors come in to do that part. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then it's kind of sad. I mean, I was thinking that this is all like, this is a century old now. And this is great on the one hand because the way they've done this, it really brings it to life and, and it's captivating. But so not only, I mean, we see the, the, the dead and the wounded that were part of the World War I experience. But just when you think that all those people are dead now. Mm-hmm. Whether they, you know, they went on, maybe they live long lives, but mm-hmm. they're all, everything, you know, that's just kind of humanity in a nutshell. I mean, we, we go through life and we, 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 we put ourselves through so much and then we all just end up, you know, mm-hmm. we all end up gone. <laughs> so, yeah. Very uh, awakening experience. <laughs> that we are all going to die and everyone we just watched is dead. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So anything else you want to say about it before we're... Um, you know, I think, I mean, it is, you can tell Peter Jackson did it. Uh, it's, uh, you know, some of the visual masterpieces that were the Lord <laughs> of the Rings movies. You can definitely see how visually stunning, you know, this was. So it's Peter Jackson, bravo. I'm <laughs> clapping because I don't want to be annoying. I'm no <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what do you get this, Ashley? Uh, I will give it a 9 out of 10. Yeah. Give it a 10. Yeah, I'm giving it a 10 as well. Um, so our score is a 9.6. It's on the, certi- the certified fresh in the tomato meter, 98%. So. We're close. Yes. Makes sense. Even a 9.2, Ash. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.